You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Good Welcome morning. Again. We had a nice little uh, intro disco song. intro there. I, like, I was going to dance. Typically, there's like monks singing when we. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, every week there's <laughs> every like this time. weird chanty monk thing. It's very this tribal. Time we got disco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, appropriate. I'm kind of happy about that. Appropriate. <laughs> we did some uh, interpretive chair dancing. Interpretive. So yeah. <laughs> this is why you want to be in studio with us. Anytime, because mm-hmm. it's fun. But maybe, welcome. Maybe we'll start filming us in studio. Right. And post that we'll do out. a little webcam. Yeah, there you see go. What there craziness you go. goes on in here? Um, welcome. Yeah. This is Outspoken on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM, and we're excited for today's show. Lots going on. There is. There's a lot to talk about, and a lot of people to talk to. To. Um, we do excited. have a spotlight um, in just a little bit on Thinking Cap, and it's going to be Marvo. Regenden. I think I pronounced Close. that correct. Close. He's over here. Close. He's. We're going to have him um, correct us name. when we do. Hey. Regenden. Okay. Marvo Regenden. Okay. Perfect. We'll remember that for when we officially <laughs> All right. bring you on, Marvo. I know. Uh, of course, we mess up a name. And then later we have Mark Solomon uh, talking about his book, Winning marriage. Yeah. From he is also the national campaign director for Freedom to Marry. That's right. We're excited. We talked to him on July thirty first. Mm-hmm. This was pre book, pre everything, pre Supreme Court's originally telling us in September we're yeah. not going to talk about yeah. cases. And so much back then there were seventeen states. And now there are thirty six. That's I'm almost twenty more. Excited mm-hmm. to talk to him about his thoughts. But anyways, uh, we're gonna talk to him more about the book that he's written and, and kinda it's actually an exciting book. Yeah. It's very political, but it made me cry at the same time. So Aww. Everything makes Every- me cry, though. <laughs> if Starbucks commercial is on, I will cry. So, but it is beautiful, yeah. and I, I'm looking forward to the second hour with Mark Solomon. That's right. Till then, let's do a little check in. Let's check we? in with what we've been doing. Um, we've been we've been in progress getting ready for the hashtag ready for the 5K, yeah. the BT 5K. Uh, here in Spokane, it's for the ABTA, the American Brain Tumor Association. Yeah, they're doing Breakthrough for Brain Tumors 5K, and that's a run and a walk, and yeah. that's May 16th. May 16th, and we started training a long time ago. Official physical training doesn't start until March. Mm-hmm. You have a, a chance. You can work out with the boys, um, but you have to join our team. And we already have some people already joined. That's you can right. just join Outspoken. But until then, we've been kind of doing pre-training because Kurt and I don't want to die Yes, when yeah. we're running. Yeah. So we're starting Today. really early. But you give us tips every week. Yes, that's right. We give out health tips on how you can increase your activity, increase yeah. your diet, and just you know, feel more energized and ready. Exactly. Because you have, and you have been curtainized health coach. Health coach. I will tell you, you will be proud at Starbucks on the way in this morning. I did not go through the (gasps) drive-thru. Well done. Parked. Well done. And And then I had to go up and down the stairs here at the studio twice. Honestly, not by choice, but it got me more steps in. I... I'm very happy. Good right. job. See, Jonathan is well on his way right. to We're increasing those there. steps. But we want you guys to join in, too. We do. So let's really quickly recap all the steps we've had so far, all the yeah. tips before we go into this week. So we started off with 
doing your breakfast, adding breakfast, or making your breakfast healthy. We said oatmeal, do breakfast protein bars, do uh, maybe some scrambled eggs, do healthy cereal. Add some Something fruit. healthy. Fruit is amazing yeah. But just breakfast. your key was just to make sure, because so mm-hmm. many people don't have breakfast, yes. make sure you have breakfast on a consistent basis yes. every day. Every single day. For some of us, that is difficult, but we've, we've all stood there and done it. So what was yeah. another tip you gave us? Another tip, the next tip, was to increase your steps, was to park further away, take yeah. the stairs, don't go through to the drive through not do the drive through that's a mm-hmm. commitment that's hard for a it lot is. of us. And, and that's, you know. Apparently saves time going through the drive through but you just, two more minutes. Sometimes not. This morning was really quick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but it does depend. Right. If there's a long line in the drive through you yeah. might as well just go inside. Exactly. So sure. that was another one. I, there was another one you gave there us. There was the snack. We oh, have talked about snacking. Snacking between breakfast and lunch. Take yeah. a nice morning snack halfway in between. Um, You've been doing cheese sticks, which is amazing. Yeah. Cheese sticks, apples, apples, peanut butter, get some fruit, right, um, exactly. a handful of nuts. That's a good one, what too. What is not considered a good snack is maybe a hot fudge sundae between <laughs> breakfast and lunch. Maybe that's probably that is not, not okay. a snack. No. <laughs> Do not go get your McFlurry. Just because you have something between breakfast and lunch does <laughs> not, make, does it not make it a snack. No. Yeah. Uh, Eight-ounce steak is not a snack. No. I no. will be honest. <laughs> Um, so this week we also, we, we have, um, a video of a snack based yeah, it's coming on. thing that we're helping people. Well, you mm-hmm. make a good point. We launched yes. the YouTube, the YouTube channel this week. This mm-hmm. was after last Sunday's show on Wednesday, the boys debuted their first video of our YouTube weekly video. Yeah. Like, and we had our five little questions. Yes. And, and the dating version. You learn way too much about the boys. You do. In the five little <laughs> Real questions. Real quick. Yes. It's just five, but it's five. Yeah. And a lot of people seem to have enjoyed it so that it's been yeah. a lot of fun getting getting the comments. Yeah. Someone texted me uh, the other day and was like, hey, we should go uh, out for lunch. I heard you like new places, winky face, saw that video. <laughs> Thank you. See? Thank people you. can use it any way they see fit, apparently. Yeah, right, so right. I walked into work the next day after we posted it and was bombarded by people who wanted to <laughs> just give me one-liners. Yeah. They just would quote something that we had said and then walk away, and it took me about 50 minutes to go, what is everybody... And then figuring yeah. out, oh... Got it. Okay. I know what they That's did. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so that was a lot of fun. So we shot another one. We did shoot it another comes one. comes out... This Wednesday. This Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this one, we're teaching you... Actually, Sergey's teaching... All of us. All of us. How to make protein bars at mm-hmm. home. Homemade protein bars, real quick and simple, right. real easy. It's informative and because it's that's it's uh just fun. Yeah. And a it's, little bit awkward sometimes. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. You'll, There's some you'll, awkward you'll moments. <laughs> um so this week's tip, we are going to uh be trying to increase your energy via sleep. Sleep affects your diet and sleep affects your mood and your energy throughout the whole day. It affects your health overall. It really you know, does. It's as you get very older, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, have doctors. Right. Um, it can affect a lot of things. It can mm-hmm. affect how your body processes work. It does. Um, it if does. you're diabetic, how you, you, how your body uses sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. It can affect heart, your heart. Oh, yeah. Lots of things. Oh, so. yeah. And, and a lot of us don't sleep well. And that's a problem. That's a problem mm-hmm. because we are so connected to our devices and so busy all the time. Sleep is kind of a secondary thing. My brain does not shut off. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it's hard to get to sleep. So I'm going to give you three tips to 
have better sleep this week, and I I'm want you to continue doing these things. Yeah. Um, so you said it takes you a while to you know fall asleep. So yeah. take an hour to half an hour to wind down before right. sleep, and that means to disconnect your TVs, your phones. Don't be on your phone or anything that has a light or is technology. Yeah. Let your brain. Let your brain decompress. exactly. Maybe just sit down and you can meditate. You could maybe. Um, you know, clean a little bit. You can maybe just right. sit there. You can read a book. Reading a book is a is a good th- time time to do that. A book that gets Take you a bath. Like I couldn't read Mark Solomon's book before right. bed. There's <laughs> not not an engaging. If it book. gets you, yeah, read read a boring read a boring know, book. Get the encyclopedia out that nobody has in book form anymore. <laughs> but if you happen to, yeah. and read that, and you'll there be you asleep go. in no time. There you go. All right. So wind down. Um, second tip is. Get regular sleep. Get a six to eight hour schedule and make sure it's regular. Every night go to bed around the same time and wake up around the same time, even on weekends. Sleeping in is not really that good for you. Mm-hmm. You're messing up your brain. Exactly. Cycle. Your brain and your body like like to sleep on the same um, same times because then it becomes a regular thing. You get the same amount of rest. Your body your body adjusts. And if you wake up before your alarm, that then you know you are getting regular sleep and it's right. good for you. Unless it's like 4 hours before your alarm and then maybe <laughs> just that. before but you're your right, alarm. Your brain yeah. gets it in there and will will wake up at the same time mm-hmm. every day because it has its pattern. So right, try exactly. to support that. And last tip is to keep it dark and cool in your room. Dark and cool. Um, turn off all bright lights. You don't really want Anything distracting you. If you have a computer light on, turn that off. Um, that can get distracting. Your brain and your eyes do not like bright lights when they sleep. And keep right. it cool. Um, keep it between 60 and 67 degrees. Uh, just because wow, you're so specific. Ju- thank you. Um, you're, you're scientific right studies show uh, just because your body really uh, thrives in that sleeping environment. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, we tell everybody, if you want to be part of the Outspoken team to do this uh, run for a very good cause... And you want to continue to get the tips that we give out every week, mm-hmm. send us your information to listeners at hotmesssunday.com. We'll tell you how you can register for the 5K, and we'll send you the tips so that you don't miss them. Um, important. And another challenge we have for all of you, as we launch our YouTube channel, show us your progress. You're going to see yes, videos yes. of us as we're do, we'll do a little little video on our phone of whatever, where we're at, the hard times, the good times, when it's easy to stick to your plan, when it's not, go ahead and uh, get us on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. tweet us. You can even hit something on, on Facebook and let us know that you're in hashtag ready for the 5K. That's right. And that where you're at in the journey and, and share your, your struggles and your triumphs as well. We want to share. This is a community event. And this it's exciting. This is for all of us. That's right. That's, that's really what the whole point of this is, is to... A great cause is to get us all healthy and to make it a community event, mm-hmm. uh, helping you really with your New Year's resolutions of getting healthy. And I would like as many people involved as possible in mm-hmm. case I need to be carried across the finish line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's some you strong know, old men some, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'll That's work. Right. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. you've put a whole new dimension I know. on it for me. Calling for all strong men out there, right. strong, sexy men, please strong. report to the office. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. Well, this is fun. So that's your check-in from the That boys. is. That's really what's this been happening anything? this week. I don't think so. No. You're well, good? I mean, I went snowboarding. I yeah, that you was kind of fun. And, on ice. and it was ice. It was definitely hard ice and very painful to ride on, even more painful to fall on. It, right? Imagine your car going down a really bumpy gravel road, but doing that with your legs. Down right, exactly. Or even worse, way. doing that with your face. <laughs> even you worse fallen. with your face. Yeah. Exactly. It's like ice skating. But you didn't mean to. Yeah, 
but yeah. you have no equipment to so, do that. So, and I was, I was having lots of hope for you because we had snow. Right. But I, I feel like right. we're in the same situation you were just in because the snow's gone. It's, I, so, this sorry winter about is it. terrible. This winter is terrible with the snow. Yeah, well, we we'll have see. different opinions on that. So, <laughs> I disagree in, with you. Anyway, okay. so, yeah, and I haven't done anything. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> no, I have, I have worked way too much. And we have some exciting events coming up in June, and I'm working on putting those together. Yes. And we'll keep you posted. We will keep you Come posted on. on those. But we do forward. have a spotlight I guest know. today. Every now and then, we like to bring in and spotlight a business in Spokane, especially anything that is LGBT-friendly or gay-owned and operated, um, because we think it's important to support our brothers and sisters out there. And we do mm-hmm. have one, someone in the studio right now, and I'm actually going to let Sergey Rise <laughs> the name, because I don't you know, want to try. I will, I will do my darnest. <laughs> um, Marvo Regenden from... Um, Thinking cap. How how was that, Marvo? That was good. That was good. It's uh, Regindin. But every you know because it's so Regindin. difficult. Yeah. I owe, everybody just knows me as Marvo. Marvo. Right, exactly. It's the one namer. I was gonna say we feel right. like you. We said before you got here that Marvo is the perfect name for a superhero. Marvo uh, is. Yeah. So you, you are you are a superhero right. now in our minds. <laughs> you will always be Marvo to us. Yeah. Oh, and you no. have to put your hands on your hips. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna love that one up. Yeah. <laughs> Or down. Yeah. (laughs) Or down. (laughs) Well, Marvel, you have a business in Spokane called Thinking Cap. And first of all, for everybody out there, why don't you first give us a general rundown of what Thinking Cap is? Uh, uh, Thinking Cap is an advertising and graphic design company. Mm -hmm. Um, Primarily graphic design, um, uh, but we also offer some other basic ad agency services like media buying and some research and stuff like that. So we go just a little bit beyond the graphic, being a graphic design. Right. More company. into the advertising mm-hmm. arm of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's my background is, is coming from the advertising field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I started out, you know, with my own business, uh, being a graphic designer, that's what you do first. And, and, right. and until you start mm-hmm. adding more people and then you expand your business. So. Exactly. Because you can't do all, even though we try really <laughs> yeah, hard. You can't Sometimes do you can't do it all. Sometimes. Right. But tell us a bit about how the, the idea came to be and, and why. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting story, uh, especially up here in the Northwest. You know, I, mm-hmm. I started down in California in the adage uh, at advertising uh, business down there um you know a young gay boy down in la you know going to west hollywood having fun and then the big recession hit and boom you know we were competing against jobs with the waiters you know they're like oh my god an ad agency guy in here what the hell's going on right Uh, Right. but uh fortunately i got recruited up uh to the northwest uh by some good friends who had a who were working at an ad agency in missoula Montana, Montana. of all places. Wow. And, you know, it was definitely the Dorothy, we're not in Kansas (laughs) anymore. Yeah. Uh, But fortunately, like I said, I had friends that recruited me up and and it was great. It was it was easy to still be gay Mm -hmm. in Missoula. Mm-hmm. They actually have a pretty good gay community there. Yeah. 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 Which you would not well, for expect. Montana. Yeah, yeah. that's very surprising. Montana. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. But, you know, uh it, it was great but couldn't really make a living there. Sure. Uh and came to Spokane and knew nobody. Oh wow. And that's yeah. when it was like, "Oh my gosh, I think I'm going to walk back into the closet." <laughs> wow. And that was difficult. Sure. That was really really difficult. Sure. I was working for a fairly conservative ad agency. Uh, and this is pre-internet too, so you oh know, wow, you, wow, you know how how do you find 
the the community. Yeah, where's yeah. your support system? Yeah. You know, um, the newspaper. <laughs> I'm scanning ads, going, oh, I don't know, <laughs> maybe I'll try and meet this person and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was it was it was scary. Wow. And um, you know, and so one ad agency, and then I went to another ad agency, uh, a larger one, uh, and you know, was in a larger creative department with a bully. Oh um, wow! So you know, here's sure. here's this one guy that was not just bullying me. But everybody, you know, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. one of those, you know, the snide remarks and, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to have the big party. Well, who's Marvel going to bring? You know, that type of thing. Oh, right. Well, of course. And, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the area here, you know, very conservative. Mm-hmm. It's not like today where you can be, hey, you know, I'm gay. You know, yeah, deal with right. it. It was like, holy crap, I'm gay. I might get the crap beat out of yeah. me. Right. You know, that sure. type of thing. Sure. So, um, you know. When when I was downsized out of that that company, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this is ridiculous. I am not going to go to the next ad agency and and go back into the closet again. Or what am I going to do? Right. Um, so fortunately, you know, I I was at a level where I could, I had enough contacts in town, and um, I decided to jump in at my own my own business mm-hmm. uh, out out of my house. And you know, at that time. Um, I would think that if you took a look at the number of small businesses that were being opened up uh, and the number of uh, entrepreneurs that were LGBT, there was a slew of them. They were just – it was the sure. way for LGBT professionals to say, screw screw that corporate yeah. company yeah. or the, yeah. the environment where I can't be my true self and um, start your own company. Right. We'll right. just do it on our own. Do it on my own. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Sure. And And so that's basically – what I ended up doing, you know, I, I said, well, I, mm-hmm. I've got the skills to be a graphic designer. I'll just start. And fortunately, you know, one client led to another client, right. led to another right. client and, right. and, and things like that. But, you know, um, I, I'm very involved with the LGBT business community here. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing that happened. I was, um, well, again, it was pre-internet. So I was, I was phoning and, and exchanging letters with a, a person I had met um in Seattle and um he ended up sending me a copy of the very first or maybe it was the second INBA business director sure and I, wow. Yeah. wow and i thought wow yeah this is this is amazing uh and i need an accountant so <laughs> right. Know, right i ended up calling an accountant saying hey i just started my business and you know what yeah. can you tell me and so we met and she was happened to be the president at the time and said, well, we're looking for somebody to do our, our, oh, our, wow. our directory. Yeah. Well, and know, I was like, that's I'd, perfect. I'd love to do it. Yeah, that's perfect right there. Yeah. And we had on INBA the other day, mm-hmm. um, uh, a few weeks ago, I guess. And I have to say, it's we've come a long way, baby. You know, I just oh, want to say that because yeah. uh, how important, I mean, we talked about how the INBA, the resources are still needed, although times have changed. And you say it right there, back in the day, you ha- that was an amazing resource. You could go to places you knew were safe, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. they, you know, but still people come to town mm-hmm. and don't blind know. every uh-huh. day yeah. and don't know. How many years ago was it that you started the business? Um, 1995. So what is that? Wow, so you have that's 19 years. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. You yeah. know, they say yeah. those first three mm-hmm. to five years are the toughest, and if you can get past that, yeah. your business is doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's amazing. Wow. Um, and you are involved in the INBA. Yeah, I'm. I'm the general manager now. Um, right. uh, my my company um, provides um, management services now oh, for wow. yeah. for the organization. Yeah. Uh, we have um, we also 
provide office space for INBA. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my my administrative assistant is primarily assigned to the INBA account. Wow. Um, I have an intern that is now writing the INBA newsletter. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I, I provide internship opportunities, not just for LGBT, but LGBT and A. And right. whenever I can, you know, I find a way to, you know, this is my way of giving back to the community. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many different mm-hmm. ways. I and, and I've met so many different people along my path. You know, at one point I was doing work for GLAAD. You know, down nice. in Los yeah, Angeles, sure. you know, Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, out of Spokane, I'm doing work for GLAAD. And that was that was amazing, amazing to be able to, to say, I mean, I'm doing this national work. Right, right, absolutely. So, so yeah. what uh, – you talk about IMBA and how you're directly involved with that. Um, what other organizations, LGBTA or, or not, are you involved with in Spokane um, for the benefit of the community? Well, you know, um, I'm a supporter of all the other – organizations sure, yeah. one way or another mm-hmm. um uh, but primarily it's inba i've right. had i've had so many of the other organizations say hey could you could you come sit on our board or would, yeah. you, would you help yeah. us out this way and i would just say you know i i can't you know right. I'm, I'm i'm going to specifically focus right. on the business mm-hmm. side you spread yourself too thin and then you Absolutely. don't have the right energy for any of them yeah and and it, and the business you know business is business and yeah. that's exactly what i need to concentrate on you know i'm uh, INBA is connected with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. and about seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. they started certifying LGBT businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the first 20, first of wow. 20 businesses to be certified nationally, and probably this, uh, well, there's another organization in Seattle. I think we got certified at the same time. Wow. So, sure. Um, sure. you know, it just seems like every time I turn around, I'm, I'm you know, Check, checking off a notch or, or right. being the first of to And be that's amazing. You get to be a trailblazer like that. And it sounds like, you know, you started in 95 and it's grown. Spokane has, you know, been good. Yeah. And um, and you've been able to grow this. You know, you started with you and now you have mm-hmm. an assistant and an intern. And, and yeah, we're at um, five now. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So where is it located at and how do people contact or get a hold of you for um, services? Well, we are currently located in the Hutton building, which okay. is 9 South Washington. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're familiar with downtown, it's the new uh, branch for SDCU. Yep. Uh, and we are just directly above, towards the back, Sweet Frostings. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a good that's location. A, that's a great location right <laughs> there. That's Remember, it doesn't we... count as a snack, but <laughs> yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> when people say, where is that? Do you know where yeah. Sweet Frostings is? Yeah. 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 Everybody knows where that is. A little plug for them, but hey, you know, that's their... We're sharing the love. Know. Sharing yeah. the sure. love. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And so do you have a website? Yes. Uh, www. I don't even know why I say that, but... Anyway, I know, right? right? Tcap, yep. TCAPdesign.com. And we'll have, for everybody listening, if you want to get more information on Thinking Cap, we'll have uh, the Schmear back there put up a link on our Facebook page um, so that you can get there. And I'm assuming they can find your email and send you an email. They can see what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure your phone number's on there. Mm -hmm. To get, you you know, I think it's very important to support um, businesses that support us. Yes. So Not only local, but LGBT. Exactly. And I think I love that, you know, the Mm -hmm. IMB does their... uh, you know, their index for people because, mm-hmm. you know, in the news this yeah. week, Saks Fifth Avenue, HRC, Absolutely. stripped them of their um, of their points for being an, uh, an accepting employer. Mm-hmm. And even though I was we were talking earlier this week, even though their points, they're important points. And it's a way for us as a community 
to identify where we are safe. Right. You and know? where we're going to spend our money. Exactly. exactly. And that's, so, that's huge. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, media and advertising, um, to have it locally is doesn't even matter about the gay thing. Mm-hmm. Just have that locally for your business, right. especially for the amount of small businesses that Spokane has, is a resource that I think is yeah. worth. So we would encourage Definitely. everybody to go to tcapdesign.com to check right. out what Thinking Cap does. Any last Fleeting words you would like to leave Fleeting. us with. Oh. Marvo, the one name, Marvo. <laughs> Marvo. Now, I, ju- I just want to say thanks for the opportunity. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the business is, is doing really well at this point. Uh, we're always looking for new customers. We'd, always. We, you know, we don't just do LGBT. We, yeah. We work with everybody. Uh, we do a lot of nonprofit work. We like to give back to the community. It's just a great group that I've got right now. So I'm really proud of my group and and what we're doing for the community and i think and that is amazing so as always as we said we have welcomed marvo i'm gonna have you say your last name regindon regindon oh so i can do that marvo regindon with thinking cap please visit their website at tcapdesign.com and another great plug we had so much fun with um the people from inba earlier this month um so it's great to have another person involved in that to talk about mm-hmm. that resource that we have in our community as well. So thank you again for stopping by out. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right. Now we are going to take a quick song break, and this is going to be Conchita Worst, uh, the winner of last year's Eurovision with Rise Like a Phoenix. This is Caswell, and you're listening to Outspoken on KYRS. Thank you, Caswell. Thank you. Yes, As thank always. you so much. Thank you. So you are good to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a robot for some you, reason. I know, all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, yes, I have not heard that song, and you said you loved it, and now I am slightly obsessed. Yeah, it's very, it's, a, a really it's good such song. a good song. And I don't know if any of you out there exclusively watch Eurovision or, or like it, um, but I grew up in a Russian household right. where Eurovision was a big, big deal. So when I watched it this year and she won, I was, I was very pleased. I very pleased. didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. So because oh. European. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know, I'm American, so I'm very closed off. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> you're whatever. Like, nothing else exists. American Idol. That's nothing. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you made a very good comment about that song uh-huh. that I think is so true. It's yeah. It sounds like a James Bond kind of song. It does. So I think we need to we start a to. thing where we yeah. d- we we bombard the James Bond people and say exactly. You, she you needs have to, to do your She song. has to do it. She's the new Bond girl. Very, yes. She has, it kind has of. a very James Bondy song feel. I mean, it really does. It and really now does. I'm going to have to go download it. I know. Because it is like really cool. And it just, uh, it just sings in your heart. It's perfect. Um, we just did a spotlight on Thinking Cap with Marvo Regenden. Yeah. Ooh, got it that time. Um, it. And we love supporting local things. and um, Especially when they support us. Especially when they support I us. Know. And we just wanted to shout out to um, Radical... Uh, Nope, ecstatic dance, not radical. Ecstatic dance, uh, which is every Saturday morning at 10:30 a.m. and they do it at Lotus Self Defense at 212 West 2nd. Um, it is a child-friendly event, and they are building a freeform dance community in Spokane. Freeform is the freeform. only way I dance, and we will have uh, one of the um, well, leaders, yeah, on in a Brooke, couple weeks. Brooke. Brooke will be in in a few weeks. It's we actually ran into Brooke. We yes. were we were actually out in the town. Yeah. And uh she kind of stopped us and talked to us about this dancing. It and she invited us and I said yeah. it might be kind of fun. The only reason is because it's free form, so therefore my dance style will just look normal. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that'll just be no judgment, can... <laughs> free form it. Free form I it. always free form. Right. What are you right. trying to do? The shopping cart? Free right. form. <laughs> free... I'm going to do that from now on. Free form. And just free that's form. how you answer people. Yeah. yeah. Free form. Free form. Don't Duh. question me. Free form. <laughs> My moonwalk didn't work out. Free form. Because <laughs> <laughs> we dance in the studio all the time. All so. the time. Chair Anyways, dancing. Yeah. So we will have Brooke on from there. Yes, we will. So that's going to be exciting. All right. Let's get into the meat of the dish. Let's talk about what's been going around. You're pulling a Sergey. And we're going to rethink that. Let's Let's talk about what's going on Mm -hmm. around the world in LGBT news. That's right. Like we like to do. And there's there's always more than we have time to talk about, but Mm -hmm. we kind of pick from the headlines. Yeah. And in honor of Mark Solomon coming on to talk about his book, Winning Marriage, let's talk about Fifth Circuit Court. Let's talk about it. They have um, concluded their oral arguments. Uh, They have concluded the discussions and are now, we're expecting uh, Uh, a decision. They're going to do a ruling. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know when. We don't know when, but it is looking good. It is. And that's actually going to decide the marriage equality in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. That's right. Three Um, very conservative states. Three very conservative. Texas, I'm going to be very fascinated by what happens after this. But like you said, all of the early reports, by all of the reporters that were there Mm -hmm. for the oral arguments and who listened to – it's a three-judge panel. What each judge kind of what they talked about, they really think it's going to come down in favor of marriage equality. So striking down the bans in those states – and that it's probably going to be out of the three judges, it's going to be two to one. Two so to one. In, yep. So in support of that's marriage. all we need mm-hmm. is those two, two of those three judges so, saying exactly. this is how it is. And so that's kind of exciting. But here's the thing: they don't have to tell us when they're going to do their decision mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know in the Sixth Circuit it took three months. Yes. In the yes. Seventh Circuit it took one week. So really, we, we can don't expect know. anything. I will we say, rumor has it, it is going to be quicker than mm-hmm. you, what we had in the Sixth Circuit. Yeah. Um, well, well, they're saying they're expecting about two weeks, about, yeah, but exactly. we, we, who knows? It who does, really knows? It does seem like the ones that vote to strike down bans happen quicker yes. than Sixth Circuit, who yeah. waits three months and then, you know, decides s- decides a stupid decision. Yeah. The only stupid decision. Right. Because everyone else is... Everybody else is fine. But we said fine. earlier, mm-hmm. how many states... Thirty-six at this point, uh, as of as of last week, because Florida officially is now yes. um, a marriage equality state. So they are no matter what Pam Bondi, yes. the Attorney General no of Florida, wants. And I will says. say, she this week in the press, she has done a lot of trying to explain why, mm-hmm. because she fought really hard. Oh, she did. Like it wasn't oh, just did. the typical. It was like hard, as if it yeah. was this is her personal vendetta. Right. And uh, she has tried to distance herself from that because obviously she knows where it's going. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, they have to accept where they're at. And that, the general way the wind is blowing for the country, it's going mm-hmm. that way. So she knowing that her career, you know, future might depend on it. I think she's trying to step away and be like, right, I right. was just doing it because that was my job as attorney general. Yes, but you did it They're with such vigor. Backing off. Remember when Michelle uh, Bachman oh. said, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a non-issue, non-issue anymore. <laughs> non-issue. You've spent your, your career is essentially based on yeah. opposing LGBT yeah. issues. And they, what? You, non-issue. the Republican Party yes. has started to back off. And I'll say, we have, like I said, we have Mark Solomon on later. He was on Meet the Pe- Press recently, and he talked right. about that, that what he thinks is going on is the Republican Party is beginning to understand that if they want the young voters, yes, they might need to back off on some issues. Well, but what's interesting and, mm-hmm. 
is they're backing off so they don't have to make a stance, and they're exactly. hoping that's enough. Is but it enough? I don't. I don't, I don't think it is. And I mean, if they're right now, they are relying on the older generation, mm-hmm. um, and the older generation have shown up to the voting polls, but the younger generation needs to stand up. I mean, thirty-four yeah. percent voting um, attendance here in Spokane. In the oh. county and nationwide, it's very similar. Yeah. I mean, the young people are really where it's at that need to step up. If they did, they it would be a much more liberal exactly. And I say, um, you know, it's situation. different from decades ago when the young people were so up in arms. But they yes. really are the ones that are carrying forward. We yeah. have yeah. talked to younger voters on our show before mm-hmm. who are very disenfranchised with uh, feeling like they have a say in voting. But yeah. You know, so we talk about voting a lot, but I still think you're right. It's going to mm-hmm. be we're going to ask Mark Solomon what he thinks about um, the generation gap. And, yes, yes. And um, does generation is that the main reason that we're winning now? Mm-hmm. Is because the older voters are going yeah. passing away, exactly. you know, dying out, not voting, and so it is for the younger. I don't think it's that simple, but I, I'm interested in getting his take on it. For sure, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hear that theory around, and right. I don't know, makes, so we're makes waiting. A bit of sense. We're waiting. Patiently. We are. We will be keeping you updated, and I'm sure you will see if it happens not on a Sunday before we announce it. Right. Um, that could be three more states. That could that's be three huge. more states. Yeah. That's going to get us to 39, just 11 more to go, which is crazy. In August, we were at 17. We were. Look how fast that happened. Yeah. With it, less than a year. Less, less than, than a, a year, year we are more than halfway there, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. But we are more than halfway there. St- states are getting there, but states are still fighting. <laughs> Butch Otter from our- um, from. Red Idaho. Right next door. The red state, yes. We've talked about this man many times. Oh, he, yes, We talked infamous. last week about how he tried to go back and uh, wants the Supreme Court to revisit the decision mm-hmm. to strike down mm-hmm. the ban on uh, gay marriage in Idaho yeah. using the argument that it's bad for our children. Right. Um, and destructive. And, they had spent mm-hmm. 400 grand already in this. Yes. The Supreme Court had said, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So now he's they denied. denied him. He's he denied, denied to, to hear this again because the decision has already been made. Right. But what's so weird is the decision had been made in November, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. like quite a few oh, months yeah. ago. And oh, yeah. he can't accept it. And I, until probably it's nationwide, I don't think he will accept it. He's right. going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting it. Well, That's just... what's fascinating about this mm-hmm. is we already see that the National uh, Republican Party yes. is backing away. But there are these little pockets of politicians that are Republican mm-hmm. who are really holding on for dear life. And this is what I think. Yes. I really feel like people like Pam Bondi, people like Butch Otter, are hoping that if it backlashes and they were the ones to stand against it, they all of a sudden become champions right. of the Republican Party. Right. I don't think they're really getting a good feel about the temperature of our, our you know, the climate of our society mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. If they think that's yeah. even a shot. But that's kind of what I feel is their thing, is they figure this can be where they yeah. put their flag. You know, right. Exactly. They want this to be a platform almost for them to stand on. And that platform is slipping away very, very quickly. And I mean, for Idaho, uh, they still don't have a non-discrimination clause. Well, they do, but it doesn't include the LGBT. Mm -hmm. So they have the add the words campaign down there and they they don't even have a They haven't even gotten a hearing the add the words campaign. Um, So they'll be doing a lot of demonstration uh, as soon as uh, just in January in a couple of weeks when the House uh, starts to meet. Um, and the Senate in Boise. So they will be doing a lot of What's demonstration What's going to happen there. when 
where's the point where they realize that they are going to be instead of having a mm-hmm. shot at being some champion for for something that does not really have a foundation yeah. anymore? Yeah. When do they get to the point where they realize I'm going to go down in history as a huge fool? Yes. I, I really believe we've passed that point for them. But when do they finally wake up and go? Okay, I'm on the wrong side of history here, mm-hmm. and I, I need to change it because I mean your own state, yeah, has changed. It has. It's already the ban is gone. So how hard are you going to scratch and hold on to mm-hmm. this dying, mm-hmm. you know, issue? Exactly. And I mean, for them to justify it by saying we are upholding the Constitution and protecting our Constitution, but that when the Supreme y- Court, you is, really cannot. I, well, the circuit courts. Time and that. time again, yeah. have argued against this. You yes. know what I mean? I know. I yeah. just, I feel like they're. Here's the thing: Republicans have been accused of being out of touch with the American people, and I feel like they're just continuing to prove it. I agree. Yeah, it's it, it's it's been a while since Republicans have been in touch with specifically right. the middle class <laughs> and just been a people while. in general. Yeah. Um, there are some good Republicans. Well, there are some Republicans there. out there who support us. That's very true. Um, That's uh, when, and good for them. Yeah, and it's hard to uh, just group everyone into one one group. But it, it's, well, it's easy. It's That's e- the problem. It's, it's yeah. easy. It's hard. It's hard we not shouldn't. to. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we are going to take a quick moment to thank our supporters. An Outspoken received support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane. Offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. More information? Visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Prague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Yay. We I always love that it. part. I know, yeah. First of all, I love thanking everybody who's so great to Outspoken. We are very blessed. But we want to continue into we our do. thing. Yeah, so Butch Otter, get it together. So Butch, I have to say come to on, you. Idaho. You, Pam Bondi. You are failing your state in many, many, yeah. many ways. Don't be a Fallon Fallon like Mary Fallon in Oklahoma. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> Just <laughs> But saying. a little bit. He, so but it's he, fine. Yeah, but a lot he is. Um, in good news kind of world. Um, a positive term A positive, world. yeah. Positive from a lot of negativity. Um, yeah. In the trans world. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Leela Alcorn last week. Yeah, and, and the sad suicide. Absolutely, absolutely devastating. Young transgender. Mm-hmm. uh individual she was not supported by her family her family has continued to do interviews where yes. they still refuse to accept her as she is and i wanted to continue to just speak about you know, her being a boy and all this yeah. stuff yeah but it was it was a pretty hard week important mm-hmm. but hard but a young uh, man by the name of milo yes a young trans teen milo has been on tumblr posting pictures um Pancake pictures. Which, 15 pancakes. 15 pancakes. It's kind of fun. Um, his his family does a thing on his birthday uh, where every birthday they give him a pancake with the number uh, th- that yeah, he the turned. the shape of his The shape of his How age. old he is, yeah. Yeah, so he has a number two pancake, number three, yeah. all the way to 15. Um, and so he decided to post these pictures to show his transition. And um, up until the age of 10... Um, He's kind of his assigned uh, assigned gender. And then you can start seeing the transition happen yeah. between the ages of 10 to 15. And just 
it's just it's beautiful. It's it beautiful is. to see him and beneath each picture they have a question and he answers it. Yeah. Um and he says that he wants to be a positive light in the community, uh the trans community where a lot of negativity has been seen. Yeah. Recently. And he wanted, you know, he he mentioned the horrible passing yes. of Leela and he wanted to kind of bolster the other young transgender people in our country and give them something to remember that we right. can still work for. Um so it was sort of in, in honor of her as well. Uh, Absolutely I think it was. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That it's, they, yeah. I mean, and to just sh- simply share it in picture form, um, to share his comfort level when he finally yeah. accepted who he was and then, you know, kind mm-hmm. of came to own himself more. It's right. kind of nice to see that in picture form. And you can see it each year, 1 through 15. It's right there for you. Right, to look. exactly. What a beautiful statement. It's and to do it in such a creative way on such a creative platform too. Exactly. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely we fantastic. Let's okay. move on to a kind of interesting one. Uh, yeah, right. We yeah. talked in, in the last uh, few weeks. We have mm-hmm. talked about the great thing that happened in D.C., which they uh, made it illegal for licensed psychologists to do um, conversion therapy. conversion therapy mm-hmm. on minors without yes their people consent. under 18 without yeah mm-hmm. they can't you're not allowed to do that um, right so a lot of sanctions on it and everything and that what a beautiful thing let's celebrate it yes or yes. let's be a group of interesting individuals <laughs> and sue DC saying you yeah. have no right to do this well my favorite part is well debatable. favorite in a weird way is the name of this group the name of this group is Voice of the Voiceless. Really? A Christian activist ex-gay group. I have not met anybody from the Christian right movement that really is voiceless. Yeah. I, I'm just going to yeah, say they're pretty say loud that. most of the time. And how dare you say voiceless? What they're trying to do is take something mm-hmm. from us yes, and make it yes, theirs. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, like when they well, tried to turn the table and say we were bullying them. Yeah. Mm, let's <laughs> have look you at seen this. this. No. Well, what's happening is that they ta- they like to strip people's rights of their votes. And not all of them, but mm-hmm. groups like these, uh, they really do. They really mm-hmm. do like to strip um, the LGBT community of their voice. And when that turns around and happens to them, they sue <laughs> right, DC now. and say, yes. we are voiceless. Voice of the voiceless. Exactly. And they are. They're in an active lawsuit right now mm-hmm. saying that that... Um, that law that's for for that for DC is unlawful, and they had no reason, no right to do this. So now they're right. in a lawsuit. I, you know, I don't have any feeling that it's going to go anywhere. I don't. Think you know so. what I mean? No. But what makes me sad is that they are even trying. Well, exactly, and they're trying to say that it should be legal for us to <laughs> force us to harm our teens, mm-hmm. our youth, this harm exactly them right. through very, very psychologically harmful conversion therapy exactly that why why should that ever be a law that well, allows and, you know, it? The, and against you, their will too exactly against their used, will you use the very language that's in the uh the law that yeah. was enacted in dc which is that it was found that it had to be banned because mm-hmm. studies have shown that it is harmful it to is, yeah. uh, young adults who are trying to find their footing in the world yes um, and i think i mean i think there's where the whole divide is mm-hmm. over, in reality, what is harmful and in, you know, happy fantasy world over here, what they feel. Because the world needs to look like them or they don't, they don't right. understand or they don't right. feel comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. And if you 
uh, go and check out. Uh, I haven't really seen the Voice of the Voiceless, but there is another uh, group, a support group for ex-gays. Um, it's parents, friends, and family of ex-gays. Some something Again, along those to lines. Still, our P flag. Right, exactly. Right. It is P flag, but for ex-gays, those yes. ha- have been converted. And if you look at their uh, website and go to the frequently asked questions, one of the frequently asked questions is why do ex-gay people not speak up and why don't we see enough of them in the world and their answer to that is because they are oppressed right, for yes. choosing to be with christ and second because um we want to co- say basically keep their privacy um right. interesting because maybe you don't have enough because it doesn't work. And also, are we not the oppressed group here yes. and you are taking away our privacy? So one hmm. thing, and I don't want to say it's smart, but one thing that they're doing, which yeah. is what we need to pay attention, is everything anymore in our world is fought in the media. It's fought with PR. It is. So they figure, even though all the facts that could be there yeah. to show that, yeah. well, maybe you can't find them because it the conversion therapy doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to spin that and say, no, it's because they're oppressed. So if they can go and say that right. this group is oppressed to enough places, maybe they can get a majority to just believe them mm-hmm. without fact, right. which unfortunately happens all, all the, time. the time. All the time. Um, it's a PR thing. It's like mm-hmm. trying to turn the tables, you know, last year when the Republicans came around saying we are being, we are being oppressed. We yeah. are being bullies yeah. for being Christians. I hate that they bring it down to, Mm-hmm. You have to be straight to be a Christian, right? That has never been how that works, and that is and not. There how are that works. many mm-hmm. happy gay Christians out there, absolutely, and, and they have a right to that. They absolutely do, and they sh- and and for conservative right wing Christian groups like this to mm-hmm. to put the face of Christianity under. Um, you know, this hateful, this hateful mask, this mask exactly. that says we want to hurt our children. Mm-hmm. We don't accept everyone. I mean, that really kind of, um, you know, makes it makes it bad for the people who are, you know, accepting and an affirming and an open, loving um, Christian group. Exactly. With, and this is why these things kind of mm-hmm. create me. I mean, let's uh, go a little bit off what our uh, what our yes. little oh, yeah, absolutely. and go right into this yes. reminds me of what mm-hmm. happened in France when it's, it came to um, uh, Charlie. Charlie uh, D. Right? Uh, it's it's just we Charlie um, and his yeah. name Charlie Hebdo. Yes, Hebdo. The, I don't know um, if that's right, but <laughs> I mean that's his yeah, name. I don't know Hebdo. if we pronounced it right. Right. Anyways, that's a satirical newspaper in been in around France, for a yes. very long time in France, and this is they were. It was a terrorist attack. It was mm-hmm. a. They had been. Hate, they crime. had been doing mm-hmm. political cartoons that showed Muhammad, which already we know in Islam that you're not allowed to show the image yes. of Muhammad. Yes. Um. So, this they had recently run some very, I would say, salacious, uh, cartoons that show Muhammad making out with the editor in chief and one of the cartoonists. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On the cover. Now, they have been known to do that. They, they have been around for a very long time. And mm-hmm. so they have already been, in 2011, They had there was a terrorist attack on their organization. Well, this terrorist attack ended with 12 people dead, including the uh, editor who yeah. uh, was depicted with kissing Muhammad on the cover. But 12 people, there was a, they were two gunmen. Mm-hmm. And they were heard to, of course, say things like God is great and in Arabic and stuff. Yes, and, yes. 
this has been on all the news channels. This has it's been exp- it's a huge story, and it should be. It yeah, should it be. definitely should be. Mm-hmm. And it makes it was hard for me for some reason. It hit me. It just really shook me. Yeah. It's yeah. about and so what we talked about is just sweet Charlie, mm-hmm. which is a hashtag that has gone viral, yeah. and it's a saying that people have on T-shirts and and everything, and it's trying and journalists all over the world are using it because they yeah. want to show solidarity. Well, exactly. You can't you can't stifle free speech and expression like this. And, um, and for I, for media to be alive, you do need the satirical side to it for yeah. expression and free well, form. Need, here's the thing: information. We talk. We're outspoken. Mm-hmm. That's the name yes. of our show. Yes, we share opinions that we have. We mm-hmm. also invite you to share your opinions, whether oh, yeah. it is an agreement with us or n- not an agreement with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we because we respect the dialogue. Yes. What scares me about this is that could happen to anyone. So mm-hmm. a group decided that you offended them. So you kill them. And I want to say, I in no way pigeonhole these people as this is what all people who believe in Islam are like. Oh, absolutely no, not. These absolutely are terrorists. Not. Terrorists yes, don't... Specifically. I don't care what they say, therefore, that mm-hmm. the fact that they're terrorists have taken away any yeah. validity in that way. Yeah. And... Uh, that's the problem. But what gets me is it's religion-based. It is. Because when you see the interviews and they ask, why did you do that? He says, well, it was Muhammad that did it through my body. No. It was Allah that did it through my body. It was Really? Really? This is really my fundamental problem with religion is mm-hmm. because I believe religion is rules. It's yeah. just rules. And it's strict guiding to rules. And there is nothing to balance it out. I wrote something um, on Facebook. And I just want to say, I believe religion kills every time. It is heartless, without compassion, lacking in grace. It destroys families, robs joy, and takes lives. A group of laws without love is the definition of dangerous. And mm-hmm. what I want to say is I believe in everybody's right to have their belief system. But if your belief system is just based on rules and you have not love, yeah, there's where danger begins. Right. So often we take religion and take the dogma from religion and yeah. use that to attack and as a weapon uh, towards people we don't like, towards people we don't understand, mm-hmm. whereas religion, the whole basis of it is spiritual unity yeah. is love and acceptance how have we how, missed the love we exactly. talk about how it's been getting mm-hmm. dangerous and crazy in the u.s that more ministers are standing up in their pulpit and oh saying to yes. saying words about stoning homosexuals about killing homosexuals mm-hmm. and i feel they've missed the whole point and that's where i get so angry and say all of these things without in your own bible if you want to talk about christianity yes, it says without mm-hmm. love none of this matters without love it you doesn't know? matter it's i mean let's talk it says if i speak in tongues of men and angels but do not have love i am only a resounding gong and there if, are verses everywhere everywhere and if you if you say we should stone the homosexuals then read the part where it says he without sin throw the first stone right are I you am, ki- you are missing every part and of I it and i really feel every it's, part it's of those it. people in whatever religion mm-hmm. religion they are that do everything by the the letter of the law kills, period. Yeah. That if you do everything by law, but you don't have even a bit of humanity yeah. to balance you, that's the problem. It's not balanced. It's not balanced. And things like this happen. This is scary. Um, you know, it's it's scary over there mm-hmm. that freedom of speech is, a, is attacked 
It is. Not just in word, well, but it was attacked physically. Physically, exactly. You know. And we see we see this happening in Russia as well with, with Pussy Riot. We saw that right. happening. We see this as the oppression of LGBT. Um, we see that as oppression of media and well, free media as well. What's going on in Russia right now? We have talked yeah. over and over again about like the Russian propaganda law, oh, yeah. about steps that they're taking, mm-hmm. about uh, Putin talking about wanting to reunite his people, um, and how we have drawn comparisons as well of some, some political people yeah. uh, to Hitler. And then now there's yeah. a new law in effect. There's a law that limits people um, to driving because um, Due to of your sexual identity or your gender yeah. identity, um, it is based on the World Health Organization's uh, list that includes mental and behavioral disorders, and this includes gender identity disorders such as transsexualism, dual role transvesti- transvestism. Um, it also, it yeah, I don't, I don't know what that one is, but yeah. uh, it also encompasses disorders of sexual preference, sadomasochism, yeah. pedophilia, and exhibitionism. And here's the thing: so the World Health Organization lets out a list for the world just to know what they call it the International Statistical Classification of mm-hmm. Diseases and related health problems it's an informative list so everybody can you know see what diseases are out there you know what things are going on it even has epilepsies in it blindness you know just it's it's a very benign fact-based document right it's not what russia is choosing to do is to interpret it in a way that fits you know what they want to do yeah it fits his agenda yes um putin's agenda and so what's interesting is they have latched onto a part of it that is uh, disorder of sexual preferences, gender identity disorder is in there, mm-hmm. and decided that if you're in this list, even though they have said, well, if you have an eating disorder, we'll still let you drive. Right. But if you're on this list, you know, we're going to say you can't even have a driver's license. Right. And Russia tends to have a very broad interpretation of things that work for them, mm-hmm. and the and so they have transgender people cannot drive, and then they're going to be using and they're trying to use the pedophilia part. To make because you know in the anti-propaganda law they have right. they have called gay Absolutely. people pedophiles and they're going to use that to make sure that they can't drive either. Here's the thing: this is what happens, and this mm-hmm. is what happened mm-hmm. in Nazi Germany. You systematically take away pieces yes. of a group's a one specific group's rights. You try to do it a little at a time right, in yeah. hopes that no yeah. one will notice until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Tell me again. How Putin is not like Hitler. Well, exactly. And I mean, we look it, historically, Hitler wanted to take away the rights right away. But the people said, wait, what's going on? We yeah, suspected too fast. So he waited until he could blame everything on the Jewish exactly. people and exactly. then turn the people against them. And Putin is already there. He's already He's made LGBT the people, people against them. Yeah. He's already made LGBT mm-hmm. people. LGBT people, enemies of the state, as right, it is. Right. And he wants to continue now. He wants to criminalize their behavior. Exactly. He wants to take, I mean, you're taking their right to drive, which means if they mm-hmm. do drive anyways, because we all tend to have to do that exactly. in our life, you're they have a reason to, yeah, penalize them, it, throw right. them in jail for a night, you know, all of these things. This is. You're absolutely right. It's just another reason to criminalize homosexuality without mm-hmm. specifically stating it so. Right. And I want—I was going to say this is how it begins, but here's the problem. Mm-hmm. It began. It, exactly. it has already it's, begun, and this is another step the in The gun it. is out of the bullet. Yeah, exactly. The, the bullet's out of the, the gun. The bullet's out of the gun. <laughs> you know, well, uh, the gun's works. out of the bullet, whatever. But, you know, yeah. the, talk about that saying, the bullet's out of the gun. Yeah. The rest of that saying is then once that basically what it's saying is once that's done, it's too late. Exactly. 
Exactly. So when everybody was criticizing political leaders in our country for comparing Putin with Hitler, Hillary Clinton notoriously being one of them, yeah. um, and we were saying how wrong they were to say that, mm-hmm. what are we saying now? We had on a guest, of course, who was yeah. from Russia, yeah. who told us we couldn't, we, we didn't have the right exactly. and we shouldn't compare the two. Well, but what happens when it's too late and we exactly. should have the whole time? Exactly. What happens then? And what what we're going to see the next steps be is that he is going to blame the economic struggles on yes. the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. He is going to blame it on them. Exactly what Hitler did. And that is going to have another basis for the repression of that right. group. And what do we see? Yeah. Putin is trying to reunite his people, the Soviet people right. of Russia, same thing. Gone and invaded, you exactly. know, whoever he wants. Exactly. Maybe, and of course, one of the big ones. What do we wait until they have a yeah. little camp where they're yeah. just going to put the LGBT people? And then are do we we're watching the same thing unfold mm-hmm. that we've seen. So right. it's not like we're unfamiliar. So do we just wait for it to finish? No. We how can we? How can exactly. we? And if it does get to that point. That's the same question. How could we? How could we? How did we watch that how, happen? Yeah. How dare we? How dare we? You know what I mean? So that so, is huge. Lots that of opinions. Huge. I know a lot of you have opinions. Some of you think that we, you know, we we go too passionately too far. Yeah. But <laughs> go ahead and sound off. Go ahead and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Put we, it on Twitter. We want love to hear he- from you. We'd love to hear why we're wrong as well. Exactly. Because guess hear what? It. We all have a right to say what we yeah. want to say. Hashtag Jesui Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Get that freedom of speech and expression. All right, we are going to take a quick song break before uh, we begin our interview with Mark yeah. Solomon about his book, Winning Marriage, and he is uh, w- w- the director from Freedom to Marry. So yeah. we will be talking to him about everything going on in, uh, in the, the environment. In the marriage equality field right now. Marriage yeah. equality, yeah. So here is a song, Safe With Me, by Sam Smith on his Nirvana EP. Listen to Outspoken on KYRS Drama. And welcome back. You are listening to Outspoken KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. If you've been listening, we are now in the second hour of Outspoken. And we want to welcome back a guest that we have had on in the past. It's been since August, actually. But we're very excited to have Mark Solomon with us on the air. He is the National Campaign Director for Freedom to Marry and author of the new book, Winning Marriage, the inside story of how same-sex couples took on the politicians and pundits and won. Mark, welcome back to Outspoken. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. I was re-listening to our... I was so, I think, struck. You were within our very first year of broadcast. We talked to you back when I think it was only 17 states that had a marriage equality in them, and it was such an exciting interview then. I am so thrilled that you are back now with the book that we were anticipating way back in the day. Here we go. Here we are. Here we are. How has the response been since you released your book? The response has been great, and I think it's been great because the book is really the story of the movement that um, we all created to get us from where we were a decade ago with no states with marriage to where we are today with uh you know, 36 states where gay couples can marry. And it's been a, um, you know, it's it's been sort of the, the epitome of a movement of same-sex couples sharing their stories, 
um, and of uh, legislators uh, stepping out of their comfort zones, and mm-hmm. um, you know, really everybody in between, um, you know, helping helping out. And I think people see themselves in the uh, you know in in the book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we've been reading the book, and it's it's fantastic. Um, oh there's a lot goodness. of a lot of crying that Jonathan's been. I doing. cry. It's, it's a <laughs> political book, and I will sit there. What's so great? You mentioned sharing like. Uh, personal stories and and things that were actually happening and i'm a i'm i'm just a wuss i guess but i will read those stories and you know for all of us who have fought so hard reading the personal stories that have gone on i mean it's not just about politics it's about lives and it really does mm-hmm. kind of pull at the heartstrings i'm not gonna lie it really does. Yeah, sure. And, and politics, you know, politics, uh, you know, on, on issues like ours, politics is about is about lives and, and not just issues like ours. That's the that's the way to, you know, one of the keys to making social change is to show how it affects real, real people. Right. Make it personal. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. So last time you were on, you we talked to you about when you foresaw that we would have national marriage equality. And you said within the year. Um, and so far, we've seen um, uh, circuit courts uh, striking down bans left and right, uh, with the exception of Sixth Circuit. And uh, you say that within um, by June, it will be on the Supreme Court docket and it would be a national uh, ruling. How do you how do you feel about that? What can you comment on that? Um, what do you see happening? Sure, I will. I will double down on that prediction. <laughs> right. Um, I think that uh, you know we're expecting. Um, well, tomorrow is the next date that the courts will uh, yes. could yes. Um, tell us uh, whether they've decided to take up a case or not. If not tomorrow, they will uh, have an, another chance later in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's the Supreme Court, so they get to, uh, <laughs> they have practices, but they sort of write their own write their own rules. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, so I, I think um, you know there's a very good chance that one of the cases out of the Sixth Circuit, where um, the court ruled against us um, mm. uh, for the for, for the only time in the in the appellate courts, um, that one of those will be taken up. Um, you know, it's it's sort of traditional practice that if uh, appellate courts uh, disagree, um, that the Supreme Court will step in and. Right. Uh, you know, and, right. and tell tell us what uh, what the law is. And you know, last time you were on, I, b- I believe we were talking about uh, Katie Couric's interview with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she had eluded to that same fact. And so, I'm. A, so, do you think you also told us in that last interview that you know you think the one thing is we need to be sure back then at 17 states that you know once we go to the Supreme Court, this can go either way. Now that we're at 36, do you think we're in a, a more sure footing? Now, or do we still kind of have to be a little, you know, concerned and not count all our ducks? Well, I, th- I think it's the latter. I think I feel very strong and confident that we that we will get the ruling that we uh, that we you know that the Constitution commands mm-hmm. and that we want. Um, but um, you know, it's it's not like we're talking about uh, nine zero uh, majority ruling. If we if we get the ruling that we want, it'll likely be a five to four ruling, right. and sure. um, and we need to. You know, continue to make the case, uh, as I like to say, make the case in the court of public opinion that our lawyers are making in the court of uh, in the court of law, and uh, mm-hmm. just be 
you know, go hard until uh, until it's until it's done. Exactly, and you have never swayed from that message, honestly. You know, I, I even watched your uh, Meet the Press interview, and you always say saying, you know, those that say the fight is over, or those that say that it's not an issue anymore, don't say it until we are done. You know, until mm-hmm. we reach that uh, finish line and go beyond. You have never swayed from that message. No, I think it's I think it's really important. I think um, I think that. You know, when I first got started on uh, on, on this cause uh, more than a decade ago, a lot of people said it was impossible, and now a lot of people are saying it's inevitable. And what right. impossible and inevitable mm-hmm. have in common is they both uh, allow you to to, to to sit back and uh, and not do anything. And uh, exactly. my you know my sort of what I try to preach is we got to keep doing the things that have uh, gotten us here, and, and uh, you know. Sports analogies, you know, yeah. don't don't spike the ball on the ten yard line. Let's uh, you right. know, let's get into the end zone. Yeah, exactly, because it can get dangerous otherwise. And I have uh, always really appreciated that with you. Let's talk really quick about fifth and sixth. So you know, you mentioned that it's probably going to be you know the five four thing and in Supreme Court, and and that's basically what we're expecting for the Fifth Circuit, which is being two out of the three um, to get it. And that's exciting because that'll add three more states to our you know to the docket right now. Was it, with that probably going our way again, is it more and more shocking that the Sixth Circuit took the stance that they did? I think all of us kind of, at least all of us out here in just public land, uh, not being involved in everything that goes on behind the scenes, it was a little shocking. Was that shocking to you at all? Um, I wouldn't say it was shocking. I mean, we knew that, um, that, that, you know, when, when, when appeals courts, uh, panels are chosen, they choose three judges, um, out of the available judges. And it's sort of a luck of the, luck of the draw. And we knew that, um, in the Sixth Circuit, we had a, a you know, two judges who were, uh, very conservative. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I can't say it was a, it was a shock. Um, it was really a question mark about whether, uh, Judge Sutton, who's, uh, well respected, uh, mm-hmm. jurist, uh, would, um, you know, but also very conservative would come our way or, right. or not. Um, so, um, no, you know, it, but it is against the, you know, against the, uh, the flow of, of, of how things have gone. And it's, it's been, um, just an amazing, uh, barrage of judges, uh, both Republican appointed and Democratic appointed, uh, who have, uh, who have ruled our way over the last, uh, year and a half. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we we see states like Idaho. We see states like uh, Mississippi, and now Fifth Circuit. I mean, uh, Texas, Mississippi, um, Louisiana, all 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 looking for the marriage equality um, in a positive light. Um, but we do still see Butch Otter uh, from Idaho. We see Florida still uh, pushing back. Uh, we even saw a little bit Oklahoma. Um, and pushing back towards the uh, other side of the marriage equality spectrum, how do you feel about the pushback? And do you think that we're going to see more and more as it, you know, how you said, inevitably happens? Yeah, well, I, I said it doesn't inevitably happen. <laughs> but, oh, right. But, well, 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 it's but I would, sure. But yeah. I would say yeah. that, I'd say that um, you know, the politicians are always the last to come around um, on, you know, on, on important uh, matters. And, you know, I think that there will be, um, you know, conservative mm-hmm. Republican politicians who are playing to their primary uh, voters who will uh, continue to um, squawk about about it. Um, but I think the really, the really profound thing that we've seen is that even in some very conservative states, uh, states like Oklahoma and Utah and right. South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, it's all gone fine. 
and uh, you know you might get a, a, a sort of a, a you know a negative press release from a governor or attorney general, but um, um, you know you certainly don't hear about uh, sort of massive protests or big resistance. It's really uh, it's really all gone pretty you know pretty smoothly, um, and I think that's the you know that's the the, the bigger story um, mm-hmm. of, uh, of 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 this. Uh, you know of this of this movement in the last uh, the last few months, uh, even in very conservative states. I want to get to your book. What I found very first of all, it's amazing to read a book from the perspective of someone who's been there basically, you know, since the the first state and been involved in this this fight throughout, and to get that personal you know insight into it. Um, one of the things that I have to tell you that I found. Um, fascinating is you came from you talk about coming from a family who was you know more uh liberal more on the left and you guide you went to the complete opposite to the republican to the reagan administration all of that can you tell us i know you've talked about it a lot already but can you tell us here um about that kind of that shift that happened for you um in sure. the beginning yeah Sure. So, um, you know, my, my family, uh, for your listeners who uh, remember Family Ties, the, uh, you know, with, the, with uh, uh, Michael J. Fox, that was sort of my family growing up. My parents were uh, super liberal, and I decided I was uh, going to be a uh, Republican. I, and I, you know, in retrospect, I'm sure it was um, a combination of sort of typical uh, rebellion, because uh, I was dragged along on, uh, you know, Knocking on doors from a young age uh, for my parents' favorite uh, progressive candidates, and then um, right. also, um, you know, I think in retrospect, and I talk about this in the book, um, I think I identified with um, what I saw as sort of the, you know, the tougher, the tougher guy uh, party, you know, sort of Ronald Reagan riding on his horse, and uh, and I, I think, it, you know, I think it was uh, like if if I were a Republican in the in the you know, in, in, in sort of the model of uh, Ronald Reagan, then I couldn't be, you know, then I couldn't, wouldn't be gay, which of right. course isn't true, isn't the case. But, right. um, and I, and it wasn't, you know, it certainly wasn't a conscious uh, thing back then. It was, uh, but, you know, in retrospect, I think that's how I sort of, that's part of how I came up with my political, uh, um, you know, political ideology back then. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you mentioned that it, it was sort of a, like you mentioned briefly there, that it was a sort of an answer to, you weren't ready to come to terms with sexuality or to have that answered. So, you know, and we feel, I, I think there's still in this society, we feel that there is no room for the LGBT individual in Republican politics, but that was kind of like your security blanket because you weren't ready to go there. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think that's right. It was a it was a um an act of protest about being gay. Um, you know, I didn't want to be gay. I was uh you know, I was a sort of a you know, a teenager in uh Kansas City and um and that's uh that was the you know, for for whatever constellation of reasons that was the uh the the answer that I came up with uh back then. Right, of course. So you're you're this huge figure in this fight for marriage equality, a huge supporter of LGBT rights um, and, you know, human rights. Uh, when you came out and how did you come out, um, did it affect uh, immediately your career and your path onto um, who you are right now? Sure. So when I, you know, I came out uh, relatively late, uh, around uh, the time I was mm-hmm. 30, um, 
And I, you know, I'd been, um, you know, starting in my teen years and through college, and then in my twenties, I had always—I've always been a political junkie and worked on Capitol Hill, and um, you know, worked in advocacy. And once I came out and really started getting my brains around what I wanted to do um, with the sort of the rest, you know, the next phase of my career, mm-hmm. um, I, I also. I also happened to be in Boston then um, in graduate school, and uh, that's it was right around the time that uh, that, that the uh, marriage case in Massachusetts was filed in about 2001, and you know it just sort of crystallized for me that this fight, the fight to um, win and protect marriage equality, was the uh, you know was the fight that I wanted to um, really take all the political skills and you know and everything that I've learned and, and dedicate it to you know to this uh, to this cause right I want to talk about so obviously I'm sure you've heard there's probably many different stories that in your book that you share that kind of touch people in different ways and I want you could you tell us the story that you told about the Biden uh, visit uh, to LA to the household the two men with their two children that was pre President Obama coming out and actually, you know, giving his verbal support of us. Can you tell us that story for for the listeners that's in the book, the Biden part of that story? Sure, sure. So, um, so Vice President Biden um, during the uh, um, he was they were starting to gear up for the for the uh, 2012 uh, re-election campaign, and uh, Biden um, went to um, was it was sort of a pre-visit uh, for. A, a, you know, for a giant LGBT fundraiser in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the vice president um, stopped by the uh, uh, or not stopped by, you know went to the home of a uh, of a married uh, same sex couple uh, that that were you know and the couple was raising two children, and um, he really uh, for whatever constellation of reasons was super moved at that uh, visit. Uh, he sort of came in the back door and, uh, you know, and it was supposed to be a quick meet and greet um, with, uh, you know, with the couple and their kids and take snaps and pictures. And instead, Biden, um, you know, sat down with the kids and he was playing with them and, uh, you know, gave, uh, you know, showing them pictures of his grandchildren and his dog from his iPhone. And, uh, and you know, and then um, after he went into the next room uh, and started talking to the to the assembled group, someone asked uh, about um, marriage and his position, and he was simply, you know, he was super moved and just said, you know, when you're in this house with this family, how could you, how could you uh, think anything else than that this is what a family is, this is what a, you know, what the ultimate relationship is, right? Um, and then, you know, and then he was asked the same question about. Uh, you know about you know the administration's support, his support for the freedom to marry um, on Meet the Press, not not you know not too uh, far from then and uh, in the future. And he gave a similar answer, and uh, it uh, sort of caught the you know caught the administration uh, by surprise in a in a really big way because the president hadn't yet uh, right. um, talked of his personal evolution. And there was a brief panic in office. Right around then. But what was interesting, and, and you talk in the book, too, that people were concerned that President Obama have a stance before the next election. But then he did 
what we all hoped for. And he did make a public stance on national television pre-election, you know, where a lot of people said, don't do it, you'll lose the election. He did it. And what I am moved by is, first of all, you know, most of us in the LGBT community remember that interview and remember the words out of his mouth. And I had a very similar reaction. And I want to just read really quickly what you said, because it echoes exactly what was in in my mind. And you said, on a deeper and more personal level, I had an abiding feeling of peace, this feeling deep inside of myself that I, as a gay man, was okay, was a full citizen and full human being in this country. The president is one man, but the presidency represents more than anything else the official voice of the nation. And I felt, in a profound way, as a gay man living in America, that all was all right. And I really think that sentiment, I remember just hearing the words out of his mouth that I was recognized as a citizen had this reaction in me that I did not expect, but I think you summed it up perfectly in your words. And do you find that that was an experience that people feel they feel they share now that you say it in your book, that they share with you that beautiful moment? Yeah, I think, um, I think that's right. I think that, that, uh, I have found that others have that same, um, or a similar experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I was, I know one uh, person I know who's a blogger uh, who was driving, um, you know, and did, did lots of, uh, lots of different interviews. And in fact, was the guy who interviewed the president when he started, when he said he was, uh, he would, he was evolving on the issue. He told me that he pulled over in his car and, uh, and, and wept uh, mm-hmm. as he heard the words uh, for, for the, some, for similar reason. Um, and so it, it, it was, um, you know, uh, the people that I work most closely with, sort of political operatives and strategists, you know, were really in this mode of, you know, pushing and how to win. And but then, you know, you have these these huge moments uh, of, uh, you know, like the president's, uh, you know, evolution and his announcement on national TV that, um, you know, even as you prepare for them and sort of expect them. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, it is. It does have a huge amount of power in it. Mm-hmm. In the words, yeah, um, it's that's that's a great example of when politics becomes more personal from the other side. When um, you know something announced by the president or someone becomes a huge part of our lives. So uh, now that we're seeing marriage equality happening more and more, now that uh, we're we're really a stone's throw away from it being a national uh a national law what next what after marriage equality has passed Do you what's just take a big fight? nap or because you yeah. must be exhausted or <laughs> oh what's next for me or what's well, next yeah, for yeah. Do you, well, oh that's a great question you know and <laughs> i I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm sort of thinking um that i sort of have two answers i mean one is that i really do you know i've, I've now been at this for really 13 years straight nonstop right, and I do yeah. want to take some um, time to sort of reflect on <laughs> the last 13 years right. and where we've been and um, and not make any sort of you know not jump into something in a rash sort of way at the same time I think that one of the one of the really exciting things about having done this work over the course of this period of time is um, that I think we've uh, I think we've learned some things that we can um, share with other social movements. Mm-hmm. And um, 
uh, there are a lot of causes that are really important to me about, you know, whether it's income inequality or, uh, you know, the uh, global warming or immigration reform. I think there are just a lot of different important causes that, you know, that that we have, you know, we have something to, to share. Right. Uh, I don't pretend like we have the all the answers um, and every fight, every battle is is very different. Um, but I do think we have something to share about how to win a big uh, social uh, fight uh, in, uh, you know, in this country. Um, so I, I imagine I'll um, jump into uh, jump into one of those uh, at some point. Well, even you have said in the past that a lot of like freedom to marry, the the way they mapped the road ahead was you took lessons from civil rights. So it's almost the continuation of you know, we took lessons from there, we, we added to it, and this is where, and then you pass that along. And so that's just the natural transition. Yeah, I, th- I think, I, you know, I, I like to think that um, one of the great narratives of this country and the narrative that I'm most uh, compelled by is the, um, the idea of just continuing to uh, rally um, or continuing to, to to build this concept that every every person is uh, equal before the before the law, right. and mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and growing the um, you know the numbers of people who are treated equally uh, before the law. Well, and I have to ask you. I mean, really, the most important question, which is, <laughs> who do you want to play you when it, the inevitable movie comes out? <laughs> who do I want to play me? Yeah, yeah, who do you want to play you? Because you know it's gonna, you know the movie's happening sometimes. So. Huh, well, not not Justin Bieber, I don't think. Please <laughs> don't, please don't. No, no that's <laughs> that's the correct answer right there. I will leave that for the uh, for the uh, my, my my ideas to be way too vain and too <laughs> yeah. young. Uh, so um, so I will leave that for the for the casting director. Right, uh, I, I I do believe George Clooney is going to play you. Just I'm going to call it right here. Right now, so you you I will would, be played you know, by George I Clooney. Would, um, if if, if uh, from 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 your mouth to God's ears, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, Mr. Solomon. I cannot thank you enough. I think this book is amazing, and it's a must read for anyone anyone who's in the LGBT movement at mm-hmm. all. But I love that it does what you guys have always said, which is bring it down to personal stories. Um, and it's thrilling to get to know a little bit more about you and your journey as well. So uh, I guess I'm just in a weird way saying thank you for writing Winning Marriage. Well, thanks for having me on. And um, and uh, let's uh, let's keep uh, keep at it until, uh, until well, we let's don't keep, keep going. at it anymore. Mm-hmm. You're right. And we're going to watch the Supremes watch. And I think you're right. We're going to see it uh, within the year. So thank you again, Mark Solomon, for being outspoken. And uh, you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. And again, you were listening to our interview with Mark Solomon. He is the National Campaign Director for Freedom to Marry and the author of the new book, Winning Marriage, the inside story of how same-sex couples took on the politicians and the pundits and won. It is a, it is a well-worthy read. There is a lot of political uh, uh, political details in there so if you like politics at all that's fascinating mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of personal um like i said i had him share the biden story because that really was so moving to me sure. to know yeah. what what was the beginning before president obama's um you know national television yeah. interview uh where he said us my name so right well this is this is a perfect example like we we've mentioned of politics being personal and the personal connection between politics when it really affects you right. and your life 
well, directly. You know, it's funny because I think, you know, we talk a lot on here. Politics really are personal. I know yeah. we can oh, yeah. very much, you know, they become the noise of the world around mm-hmm. us. But in the end, politics is all about our lives. It is. And we is. do forget that because... It can be talked about a lot. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, because it's just the fight over there, the the conversations that are happening Exactly, somewhere. and it's exhausting, and uh, it yeah. is. People always say when it comes to voting time that there's just so many issues to read about. I don't have that time. You know what I mean? But I think you make that time. I just want to remind people, he also put in his book um, a quote from President Obama when he did make those wonderful statements. And the quote from him in his interview was, it is now our generation's task to carry on what those pioneers began, the people from Stonewall is who he's referencing, mm-hmm. for our journey is not complete until our wives, our mothers, and daughters can earn a living equal to their efforts. Our journey is not complete until our gay brothers and sisters are treated like anyone else under the law. For if we are truly created equal, then surely the love we commit to one another must be equal as well. That I remember that interview it was a you have those moments in life that just impact you right, hugely right, right. to hear the president of the United well, States acknowledge mm-hmm. me as a person mm-hmm. well, and it, that I had it, the right to love. It's changing history right there. And that's it is. that's the first time any president has acknowledged that. That was. And that is and incredible. You know what? Say what you want about any administration, there's always goods, bads, yeah. pretty and ugly. Yeah. Um that was a beautiful statement that uh, I definitely celebrate. Absolutely. I've always enjoyed Mark Absolutely. Solomon. So it was so much fun. That was, he, Very intelligent. Lots of, oh, lots so of things to talk about. Uh, yeah. You can go on hours talking to you Mark can. Solomon. He was on the July 31st mm-hmm. show. You can actually go to our website, hotmesssunday.com. Go to past shows. You can listen to the first to show. the first interview that we had yeah. with Mark Solomon. And it's kind of fun. I'm going to actually enjoy listening to this one, too. It's kind of fun to... He was also Compare. the first guest mm-hmm. that has repeated as an actual guest on the show, not just a surprise call. You know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. First it's guest to go, first okay, guest I guess to I'll, talk to, again. I'll talk to Outspoken Boys again. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's Because he loves us so much. Um, right, as he should. We are going to take another quick song break before we uh, move on to anything else, and we are going to listen to uh, Mary Lambert's Chasing the Moon. Daddy Johnny McGovern, and you are listening to Outspoken. Hi, Quine. <laughs> Hi, Quine. Hi, Quine. I love him. Uh, yes, no. this is, you're in the final, uh, last half hour of last Outspoken. Last quarter. We had a really good uh, spotlight segment in hour one mm-hmm. with Marvo, who is the head of the Thinking Cap, which the is a Thinking great uh, mm-hmm. locally gay-owned advertising firm been around since 95 which is uh, incredible yeah You're absolutely right? fantastic wow. exactly we had a great discussion about very passionate discussion mm-hmm. about um a lot of topics in the first hour yeah russia of... being right up there <laughs> being being russia being russia stupid. being russia and then second hour if you just joined us you just missed the interview we had with mark solomon the director, uh, campaign director, national campaign director of Freedom to Marry and author of the new book, Winning Marriage. And that was a lot of fun. That book, go out and get it. Mm-hmm. If you have any interest in politics, it's fun. If you have any interest in uh, what's been going on in the LGBT movement when it comes to marriage equality, yes. Yes. very great book. It has personal stories. You get to find out what happened going up to President Obama making that mm-hmm. groundbreaking mm-hmm. national television interview where he uh, stood, took a stance for gay marriage. Right. Um, you get to find out what led up to that. You get to find out that, you know, Vice President Biden 
probably had a little to do with that. And he probably, in the administration, he's probably jumped a little soon. But it's a beautiful story about why and what happened. So lots of really good stories in that book. Lots of them. Go check that out. Um, yeah. We will have a link posted on yeah. our Facebook and on our website, hotmesssunday.com. Exactly. Um, to Mark Solomon's website, website? and yeah. to the place you can buy yeah, the book. Yeah, marksolomon.com. If you want to go there, mm-hmm. you can get the book at any uh, any bookstore in the nation as well as Amazon.com. There it is go. a national release. So very exciting. I had a lot of fun there. I know. It's, it's always a good... It was interesting to talk to him knowing we had him on before and refer to that, you know. Right. And it's it's fascinating because he made these predictions where he said, a year from now, we yeah. are going to be national with marriage equality. Yeah. And we see that every day getting closer. Happening closer and closer. Right. He does still believe that the Supreme Court is going to take up uh, a case because of the Sixth Circuit, the mm-hmm. only circuit court that uh, upheld bans so far, in yes. states. Mm-hmm. Yes, and of course we're waiting, of course, right now for Fifth Circuit. But mm-hmm. so he believes because of that, we the Supremes are actually going to take to, it. To take it, he expects it by June, and then once the Supreme Court takes it up, they can make the law of the land. Right. Remember hashtag hashtag Supremes watch. Um, we're watching them closely. That's how you can let us know what your thoughts are on that as well. Mm-hmm. Something exciting is happening tonight. The Golden Globes. Globes. Right. Golden Globes. I mean, it helps us get ready for the Oscars. Exactly. It Hollywood, gets you in the mood. Yes. Hollywood Foreign Press, so excited. Oh, so many yes. fun. First of all, Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler and, and Tina, Tina Fey always, always. Hilarious. And I love the that they've been hosting it for what, four, I think this is five their fourth years? years four, yeah, four years in a row. And right. thank you, NBC, for that. Exactly. Well, and let's talk. There are a lot. Of representation for the LGBT community. Oh, yeah. This year. This, well, this year more than ever. More than more ever. More than ever. Orange is the New Black, of course, yes. is up oh, for things. But yeah. let's talk about the normal heart. Both leading actors, Matt Bomer mm-hmm. and Mark Ruffalo, are up for Best Actor Awards in that. There's the movie Pride. It is up for uh, Best an award Best Motion well. Picture. Yeah. Musical or comedy. There are so mm-hmm. many things going on there. It's kind of exciting, and you know they're probably going to say something about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're Absolutely. hilarious, and that's what they do. I have to say, Meryl Streep is up for an award, which anything that has Meryl Streep in it, I'm, I'm there. Absolutely. And, yeah, I, that's, and that's for In the Woods, correct? Uh, into the Woods. Into the Woods. And I'm dying to see we, it. If you, I know. We have to. Mm-hmm. You have to see it. So excited. Um, so that's exciting. Everyone oh. who isn't watching it tonight, change your plans. You're watching exactly. it. Our, you and I have talked many times about mm-hmm. one of our favorite shows, which is, which is House of Cards. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Absolutely. The Underwoods. They are up for a Golden Globe tonight. Not only, I mean, he plays a bisexual, uh, you know, with his wife, Robin Wright. I, I just... Lots of amazing things. And is he officially out yet? I don't know. Like, I heard Andy Cohen outed him in his book. I don't know. Really, we all know Kevin really. Spacey's gay. I'm yeah, just saying. There you go. But I don't know if he's officially said it himself. So Maybe, well, maybe tonight's what? the night. Allegedly. Maybe I'll say that tonight. just in case he Allegedly. hasn't, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's, it's public knowledge. Because yeah, we, we don't want to be the people to out anyone either. Right. right? Yeah, we don't so. go down the road. But exciting. It's like, I'm telling you, it's like warm-up for, for the, Oscars. the gay Oscars. The Oscars. I'm sorry, just the Oscars, but no, they're gay Oscars. But the gay, because the it is my national event. 
It is. It's it's the Super Bowl for all you gay men out there. I am, LGBT community. I am very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, last year we did it, and I think we should this year. We do the, our predictions. Yeah. Yes, we should. Um, Play the little game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we will do our predictions on this show, and we'll have the schmear lock yeah. them away, and then afterwards we'll see how close we got to yeah. what it is. Yeah, and, and we'll we, talk about the Oscar movies beforehand, too, the ones that we've seen. We should yes. definitely go, all of you should go see a any couple. Any excuse to go uh, see any of them. great movies. Oh. I'm typically all about that. Right, exactly. Yeah. An imitation game. Let's just talk about imitation I game. I want we, to see You that. have to see it. But Alan Turing. Alan um, Turing. A mm-hmm. gay man. Oh, he. I'm sorry. Uh, Cumberpatch. Yeah, Benedict, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's up for playing uh, Alan Turing. Yes, he is. So, um, who is a gay man who went through a lot of persecution and everything yeah. back in that day. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, genius. genius. Yeah, genius. Man. So, lots of great things going on there. We'll mm-hmm. go watch the movies and tell you who's going to win. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. We will us. tell you. Yeah. yeah, they talk to us. They we are the know. Academy. Yeah, yeah. Hi, <laughs> the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's when kind of say, like the Hollywood yeah. Foreign Press, which <laughs> yeah. is like thirteen people. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but you know, whatever. Know. Yeah. So that's <laughs> any it. excuse to give awards. You know, like ten of the thirteen are gay men. You know they are. Oh yeah. Oh, they love it. They love doing it. <laughs> we um, will be on there one day. Oh, I can't. We'll figure out a reason. Yeah. Even yeah. even if it's just to present. An award. Yeah. We'll do a short. We'll do something. We'll do a short. And yeah, there present. you go. Or a documentary. I mean, exactly. And present. Yeah. See, I've always looked at the uh, Emmys. No, the Grammys. The Grammys. Yes. And um, I've seen the spoken word and you know the poetry yes. and all yes. those. And I'm like, I can do those. Right. I can do that. I'll do a really, really good. That spoken seems word. like my way in. Yeah. I'm gonna sing because yeah. I cannot win a Grammy for singing. Right. But uh, maybe like I don't know. Kinda. I've heard you try to sing a little tune there, and you actually are not bad, my friend. Oh well. Um, Shucks, Something thank you. exciting for next mm-hmm. week. Okay, and this is where I just get gay excited. This is what I call it because I'm yeah. just so excited. Is next week we have the Beekman Boys, and oh. I love mm-hmm. the, Beekman the Beekman Boys. Boys are gonna they be have, of course, Beekman 1802. Mm-hmm. They were they won um, the gay couple who won the Amazing Race years ago. Yeah. Um, so they're coming on. They have now a beautiful farm. Out in New York, they have a brand of products, very Martha Stewarty, mm-hmm. uh, called 1802 Binkman. Uh, they live in in a mansion yeah. that was built in 1802, so it's right. absolutely beautiful. So it's it's Brent Ridge and Josh Kilmer Purcell who are the Binkman boys. They had a reality show; they still do actually, um, where all of us fell in love. All of us who watched it really fell in love with their way of life. There, mm-hmm. I mean, they were both from New York. They were both, you know, Brent. I believe it was Brent that worked with Martha Stewart. Right. Um, right up there as a vice president. Um, and so they they had these high-powered jobs, and then they moved into the country in this big... You could almost say into the woods. In, ooh. Ooh. ooh, I like this. We, I know. See how it ties? There, there you go. Yeah. Well, they go out there, and then they started it. They Thank have you, goats, and they have, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they have a brand. Now they have a little store out there, and now yes. you can order online. Um, and they're funny. They're and, very. I enjoy seeing. And that's seeing the them. important part. Let's be honest. If they that's had bad the personalities, part. I probably wouldn't even watch. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if they had bad personalities, they would not be on Amazing Race or exactly. have their own reality so TV show. So I'm excited because mm-hmm. I would like uh, to be invited to their farm and let's fly out there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love them and I love their products. Yeah. You know, their first product, Fourier, they made sh- their own cheese, goat cheese. Yeah. Euphoria. Um, mm-hmm. See. <gasps> yeah, you know it. I know I'm it. I'm excited. Do you carry it where you work? Actually, we did. We definitely had oh Euphoria, and it is amazing cheese. I'm not liking mm-hmm. the did. You're not liking the did. I, I know. A, well, I need a current verb. <laughs> we 
are in the process <laughs> of getting it. <laughs> but that's going to be exciting next week. I'm excited mm-hmm. to have them on Outspoken. They are a lot of fun, and I, you know, they are definitely um, in the public eye. Two gay men that, yeah, yeah. It's just about, and they love each other, and it's just beautiful, and it's it's a positive it's role and, model. Exactly. And I love their products. Exactly. Out in product, uh, out in product, out in public, yeah. and great products, yeah. and. uh and out and we proud. always want to celebrate those those exactly. achievements of the gay couples. And if I was men. rich, like everything yeah. I had would be their stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, it would. You would be. live in their mansion. I I would live in their mansion. Oh, okay. They have a beautiful dog that they. Always, mm-hmm. I'm fr- I uh, follow them on Facebook, so oh. I always have pictures of their dog Uber. <laughs> Uber. And, um, mm. It's so fun. I, they just seem like fun. So I'm excited next week to see them um, on the show. And then yeah. of course that's the 18th, and then on Sunday the 25th we'll have our second return guest. And that's going to be Caswell. Caswell. He will be back on. He's a gay rapper. He will be back on that show. So we made it to the second year, and people liked us enough to come back. I know. Surprising. Right. Well, not. <laughs> not surprising. Let me surprising. start over. That's so shocking to uh, me. You like us? You're what? Right. How dare you? I love it. So lots of exciting things coming. That That is very true. And we are always um, training for the 5K. Um, always getting those oh, tips isn't in. that the truth? Always is always. really the word. I'm going to continue, but sometimes I am tired. Right. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, so, I need to get to the gym later. Just it has it. to happen. You have to do it. Um, make yourself. Make I, yeah, and that's yourself. sometimes what you have to do. I always feel better after, and I feel like, oh, exactly. I did it. Yeah. So I'll tell mm-hmm. you, my my goal right now for the 5K is I, I guarantee myself I have to work out at least in the gym twice a week. Have to at least do twice. I love Everything that. else, I just get to feel really cool because i yeah. beat it but and then i up them as the weeks go so um yeah so next week is is three i'm supposed to get in three next i love week. that see personal goals on top of our already see, little goals that my we other do. goal is i'm going to eat everything because i'm so hungry <laughs> <laughs> snack. snack well i was down. telling people the other day yeah i am excited mm-hmm. i have lost 10 pounds mm-hmm. yeah. since we've been training That's and amazing. i feel hungry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 10 pounds less of food. But it's yeah. actually, it makes you feel good. Yeah. You fit oh, different ab- in absolutely. your clothes. Absolutely. I mean, I'm already like a sexy beast, but <laughs> now it just makes me sexy beastier. Sexy beastier. <laughs> or a sexier beast. I don't know. Uh, Whatever, both. however you want to say it. Yeah. You English majors out there can decide. Um, right. This week's tip, don't forget, is the sleep. We want you to um, get a full hours, full six to eight hours of sleep, make it regular. We want you to wind down an hour mm-hmm. to half an hour before your sleep. Uh, take it easy and sleep in the dark and the cool. The cool and dark. And I have to cool tell you, dark. so like we said at the beginning mm-hmm. of the first hour, we are going to be posting little like, Oh, I took a personal video of me yes. on my phone. I will not be doing that this week because I, I am trying that mm-hmm. um, meditation that you talk, that you speak yes, of. Yes, the this meditation, meditation. You speak of 30 minutes before because mm-hmm. I always have trouble with sleep. Good. If there's any stress yeah. at all, mm-hmm. it's even worse. Of course. And so I will let you know how that's going. If you want to follow us on Twitter, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can watch probably... I won't be, you know, made up to look as amazing as I typically yeah. do because I'll be at home trying to sleep. <laughs> but I'll let you know because I think it's important to share the process with people. Yes. And like the goods and yes. the bads because you kind of just feel like, oh, okay, well, if he can do that, then I can do it. Or he's having a bad day. That's not unusual. Right. I had we a bad all, day. We all We're slip there. in, you know, yeah. miss a day. So I'm, interest- I'm cautiously intrigued by the sleep thing yeah yeah and we're really watching the schmear because yeah, he's the sleep- sleeper he's the weird his sleep schedule, schedule. Yeah. mess i it makes me feel good i feel healthy 
Yeah, <laughs> compared to him. Because I love the Schmear, but I tell you, his sleeping pattern is scary. Right, <laughs> so, right, yeah. Wait, can we call it a sleeping pattern if most of the night isn't actually asleep? Randomly sleeping at times right. is what it's best right. know, referred to. <laughs> yeah, there We look out for each other, He's so we smug. do watch him. I made him check in with me this morning, yeah. so good, I knew where good. he was on his sleeping. On his sleeping. That's a yeah. good thing to do. All right. We are going to take one last song break um, before we wrap up and let you go do your Sunday things that are hot and messy. Um, and this song is From Eden by Hose Ye. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this has been your Hot Mess Sunday with the Outspoken Boys. Outspoken. I know. And it was a lot of fun. It was I, a lot of fun. We, mm-hmm. I love the shows that we get lost in. Yeah, which means we've either had a, we've had a good discussion, and so we we get passionate and we talk mm-hmm. about it. Then we have mm-hmm. a guest that we have a really good interview with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So we just it makes when we can get lost in our subject matter. Right. And that's a good As, show for us, especially when we connect things that we had not even planned for. Just yeah. bring things in. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Those are good feeling shows for mm-hmm. us because we mm-hmm. get to go home. Because I feel like I took something out of the show. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That not only did I hope we gave something to people, but I got something that really, right. you know, got right. inside my head. And exactly. I love that. Mark Solomon um, does that to me. Last time he did that to me as well. So, like I said, you can go listen to the show. It was July 31st, Mark Solomon's first interview with Outspoken. You can get it at hotmesssunday.com. But... um then you'll hear this one too because I'll put yeah. it up as well within the next week. And you so. can you can compare and see how much the show has changed since then. Just right. because it's you know we 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 grow every single week. We learn a how to do things different. Wow, yeah. yeah, that's a long time ago. That was that's three half a year. final decisions on a lot of things. But oh yeah, oh I absolutely. Know. So like we said, join Seven us next things. week and we'll have the uh, fabulous Beekman boys, the Beekman um, boys, who are amazing. You can go even to our website and mm-hmm. look at some of the things about them pre-show right. and then of course the following show we're going to have caswell the gay rapper uh gay rapper. has some really good songs a lot we can't play yeah <laughs> most in fact we can't play right so thank you but caswell. it's very much true in the hip-hop tradition so hey he's right. just being true to his right. exactly <laughs> it's, just, it's just like johnny mcgovern where you can't play most of his exactly songs, but he's so but much fun thank you yeah. remember we have a new youtube channel so go to youtube and search for outspoken we have one video that's up right now Yes. One do. that's coming up this Wednesday. And every Wednesday after that, yeah. we will be posting videos for you yeah. to watch and enjoy the boys. And they're going to just be us. Yeah. It's, it's just a fun us yeah. thing. Who knows what? Mm-hmm. We might share a health tip. We might, you know, decide to be silly and do improv. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just, yeah. just It's watch. a great way to get to know us. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. And follow us on uh, Twitter. That's going to be outspokes at Outspokesman. Go to Facebook and like our page. That's Facebook.com slash Outspokesman. Follow us on Instagram, too. That's Hot Mess Sunday, three S's. Yes, and uh, we're everywhere. We're, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Yeah. And uh, thank you to all of our wonderful Facebook fans. You got us to 2015 as of this morning. We match the year now. We match the year, Yeah, which is fantastic. 2015 people, keep telling your friends about us. We are always here for you. Remember, mm. join the conversation. Be part of what is going on in our world. That is how we learn. That is how we grow. And that is how we make change. That is how we do it. That's how Freedom to Marry has gotten as far as we have. That's right. And that is how we do it. Um, This is how we do it. And good song time. All right. So thanks for listening, tuning in to Outspoken. Stay tuned for more KYRS programming for your radio station. It's fine.